Hello! And welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and this is level 219. Joining me to this week on this live show is Big L. Yo! Koosh Moose. Hello! And a very special guest we have with us, Jason. <laughs> ma, ma, ma. Ki, ki, ki. Ma, ma, ma. <laughs> <laughs> God, that makes so much more sense for those that are so watching the live show than those that are listening. Uncanny. No, it's spooky season. We don't have Jason with us. We have Devin or Vulgar Latin. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> we can hear. <laughs> some of them, some people will be able to see it. Others are going to be able to hear because you, you sound a little muffled. Uh, uh, yes, it's it's my Bane voice. That's not squeaky. Oh, burn. <laughs> that's got to be. That's got to be, be Bane. Bane of my existence. I had no idea what you were going at when you started that. That's okay. Jason knows. Bane's not really a spooky season. Joker would be more, more appropriate for spooky season. He's scarier. I don't know. Bane broke the bat, not not Joker. Spoilers. All right, that's fair. All right. Well, let's jump into our topic of discussion for this week. This week we have the patron question uh, sent in from Lego Head, and he asks, "What video game universe do you think would translate well to visual media, uh, movie, TV show, anime, etc." Alternatively, what already existing video game movie has been done well or has been done horrendously badly? Um, let's go to let's go right down the list this week. Make my job easier since I have to switch things. Uh, L, why don't you start us off for this? All right, I'm going to go ahead and read some patron responses first. Uh, Dinoman87 says, I'd love for Metal Gear Solid or Dino Crisis to be made into a movie. Two of my favorite mm, games. Well, I think Dino Crisis would be infringing upon another uh, movie about dinosaurs. We're back. <laughs> I, was I, I was waiting to see what you would come up with. I was waiting to see. I was waiting to see what you guys would come up. With. <laughs> Land Before Time is amazing. I watched that over Jurassic Park. Anyway, it is. Little Land Before rocks. Time is a, is a big reason why I'm such a dinosaur fan. Uh, uh Metal Gear Solid is pretty cool. That would be a cool one. I know um, almost nothing about Metal Gear Solid as I've never played the games. Well, you should. I feel like they're, they're pretty I good. F- you probably know more than you think. You hear the. I mean, uh, I get. I know sound the sound effect. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I absolutely know that. I know the um, the cardboard box thing, and I know that yeah. the games are absolutely bonkers when it comes to the story. And like I've seen a couple of the different cool bosses that they have, but as as for like the story or playing it, I I don't really know. Um, as far as bad ones, the bad ones are almost all of the ones already made, except for maybe the newest Tomb Raider. I like that one. Did they make another Tomb Raider after the Angelina Jolie ones? 
They did. Yes. Yeah, they made uh, twenty and it was decent. Nineteen, I think it came out. I don't know. Never seen it. Uh, classic. I classic. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't see oh, it. Oh, came out in twenty eighteen. Um, I guess it didn't do too well. I barely remember hearing about it. it um, let's see. Yeah, because there's Tomb Raider, and then Tomb Raider, I think, is like Waters of Life. The Cradle of Filth. Cradle oh. of Life, yeah, that's it. <laughs> cradle of Cradle life. of Filth. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a band. Oh. What? <laughs> I knew no, it was on my for what? some reason. So, the 2018 Tomb Raider got a 6.3 on IMDb, if anyone actually subscribes to that. Out of so it's a very bad. much okay movie. That's not bad. All right. Well, thank you, Dynamite, for that answer. Uh, we'll go next to Ruterek, who says, in theory, Halo should have been the ideal one to translate, but we all know how that went. Well, how did that go? I don't know how it went. I don't think there was a TV show for Halo. Oh, yeah. I refuse to, to, say, to believe that. I've never heard of it. I don't know what you're <laughs> See, talking about. Got, all right. So we don't, we all know how that went. I guess 343 scrapped it at the last minute or something. They've patched in films and scenes. (laughs) The Halo TV show is very much like the last Airbender movie. It doesn't exist. We don't talk about them. Uh, By 571 in chat says the web series was pretty good. Not sure about that one. Now, of course, we're talking about the Paramount Plus show. And it had a lot of episodes and I don't know. Jason, did you see this show at all? No, but I hear you can oh. see Master Chief's butt. And if that's Master what you were Cheeks. looking for, yeah. Oh, if you're, Ma- Master Master Cheeks. Yeah, if you were that's looking a, for... That's what The Rock says. If, if you were looking for that, which I know we all were. God, that annoys me so much. And as we all know, Master Chief, the thing that he really likes to do is just take his helmet off and just have long conversations. In the first episode. That's what he's about. I mean... Uh, I can't watch it. I'll never watch that show. He's a pretty cool guy. He shoots aliens, and he doesn't afraid of anything. He's got a fantastic mustache, too. Mm. When he chooses to grow it. (laughs) (laughs) John Halo. I don't know how you screw up a, a TV. Well, never mind. I was gonna say I don't know how you screwed it up so badly. I mean, you go to Paramount Plus. Here we are, three, four, three. I mean, you go to Paramount Plus. You just you take all of the established lore and you take everything the fans love about it and you throw all that away. You don't need that, and you just do your own thing. Oh, here we go. Here we go. That's how you do it. Jason's getting pissed. No, I haven't seen it. I don't care. Paramount Plus doesn't need my money. Agreed. But I feel like we're not seeing it because of all the terrible reviews, and um, we're not even going to give it a chance, huh? Well, no, I'm not giving it a chance. Tell you what, okay. I will. Seems fair. I will do if if anybody's interested. I will sacrifice myself to watch it for some peak Patreon content. If some other host joins us, we'll we'll find Ooh. and we'll we'll do Ooh. a review by review. We'll do episode by episode. Ooh. We'll talk about it. That's some peak top tier Patreon content. Ooh. Okay, patrons, would you, is that something you'd, you'd want to see? Would you want us to watch that and just get 
absolutely irritated the entire time and yell about that. We, we should need, do it. That's something, we need to get somebody. That's something you want. You we want. need to get also like Kush. You need to join us because you just don't care about Halo at all, <laughs> and I'm kind of interested to see what your thoughts are. As someone is just like, as someone who has no idea what any of this Halo is about. Oh, that's accurate. <laughs> that's how I remember it. Oh, his butt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all the time. Whoa. Yeah. You heard it here. Nate just wants to see the master cheeks. I, well, I understand. He's uh, he's an assless chaps the whole time. That's what I understand. <laughs> in space, in space, no one space can see chaps. your cheeks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I what mean, do you think would be a good one? Wait, did I finish his answer? Almost. I, I think you did. I almost did. I cut it off. A rich, oh, a, yeah. My a, bad. A Ruturek uh, goes on to say, having just played it, I think the Forgotten City would work well as a TV show. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. I can see why you forgot it. Ew. Oof. Ooh. I'll pass that one off to Jason. I have not played the Forgotten City, so I, know, I cannot speak I, to that. I know Jason has. It's good. It's real good. Game of the year last year. It's great. It's the best time loop game I've played thus far. All right, well, as far as my answer goes, um, let's see. The one I would like to see translated well to visual media that they tried a couple times but haven't quite done it the way I would like is Final Fantasy. Now, there was the Final mm. Fantasy movie Spirits Within, which was... Not that, that good. Was bad. What about yeah. Advent Children? Well, I'll get to that. <laughs> so Spirits Within, I actually saw in the theater, so you could say sorry to me for that one. I mean, it did have the pretty gray ethics, but just not memorable in any way, shape, or form, and had nothing to do with Final Fantasy anything, really. I remember it being wildly boring. Yeah. Uh, Advent Children was the Final Fantasy VII movie. I mm-hmm. did see it probably 20 years ago. I don't really remember it, but it was okay from what I remember. I like Advent Children. I remember maybe chase scenes. So motorcycles. Final Fantasy Spirits Within was, uh, remember it being wildly boring? So you'd say it was accurate to the source material. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Starts himself in podcast discussion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked Advent Children. I can't, I don't know if it was a good movie or not, because it's been golly, probably 15 years since I've seen it. So I, I couldn't tell you if, it, if it's actually a good movie. But I remember liking it. Advent Children. Yeah, but if it was good, we remember it, you see. And that's, I mean, that's the fair. point. Uh, our friend Neo says, knowing nothing about Final Fantasy, I like Spirits Within better than Advent Children. Why would you watch them if you know nothing? All right. Come on, Neo. Now you got to play all the Final Fantasy games. You don't have to do that. I, I th- absolve you. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just play seven. It's the best one. Just and play six. It's the best one. So what I was thinking is maybe they do a TV series. Or maybe each each Final Fantasy gets one episode, like a one hour episode, 
And maybe they could tie them all in somehow. I don't know. You could have a Sid in each one. Final Fantasy fifteen. Put and put it on the CW. It fits perfect. <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> put Superman in it. Um, yeah, so that's the one I would want to see. I would want to see Final Fantasy with some good stories, but I would want to see ones based off of the games, not new. Or what if, let me pitch something else to you, each season is itself its own Final Fantasy, and then it's like American Horror Story where it just changes it each each season. hold on. Jason has taken off his mask. It's Devin. Oh, shoot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And underneath this mask is Old Man Smithers, the creepy janitor. (laughs) Yes, each, each season is a new one. Yeah, like American Horror Story. Right. Okay. That, that could be cool. That's actually a good idea. Um, as far as bad movies, uh, there's two obvious ones that come to mind. And maybe three. The first one is, of course, Super Mario Brothers. Terrible. Classic. Um, <laughs> That's like a classically bad movie, though. <laughs> there's a bunch, yeah, there are a lot of classically bad ones, like uh, um, Double Dragon and... Street Fighter. Uh, Mortal Kombat was good. Annihilation was terrible. The new one was pretty good. And if you're interested, Corey and I talked about it on our Patreon. You can go and listen. Selfless plug. That was a good episode. I liked it. See, Patreon, we could say stuff that we don't say on here. In a lot of ways. Stuff that we shouldn't say on here, but I do anyway, so I can make... Can he edit the show? <laughs> In a lot of ways, it was the first reel-to-rank podcast, except without my brother. <laughs> well, you know, Corey's yeah, like a brother never, from another mother. I haven't listened to that Patreon episode, but that's also because I haven't seen the movie. So there's not a lot what of are you waiting for to listen to it. I don't know. I just haven't watched it. All right. Well, those are my answers. I anxiously await all you, the rest of you, guys. Okay. Uh, up next on the sheet is Devin. All right. So let's go with uh, Chewy. Uh, when I was younger, I always thought the Thief series would make a great movie or show. But as a franchise, it's kind of dead now. I'll go for its spiritual su- successor, Dishonored, despite having never actually played it. The steampunk aesthetic would be cool, as would the action sequences, and hmm. it would work well in a series format with Assassination of the Week episodes mixed in with an overarching story. I think so, but I uh, I think you would actually go with the the good ending where they dishonor him, and it's kind of like a uh, like a setup where it's like why this guy's important, and then what he does to cause a whole cascade effect to make the like, or it's kind of like leverage. If you've ever seen leverage, where it's like a whole big satisfying thing at the end, where they do a big long con, and then they're like, "You're dishonored." Wow. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like you've been thinking about this. <laughs> I think Chewie's right. I think a Dishonored show actually could work and be pretty cool. I mean, I didn't like the game whatsoever, but like, there's enough um, material there. And like he was talking about the whole steampunk thing, like, that could probably make for a really cool show. The worst thing that happened today was Umplebee saying Power Washing Simulator, the show. That was, no, the, whole, that yeah. was the worst thing. That, <laughs> that was God, the- no, because every episode is going to be like 16 hours long. <laughs> So it's going to be like 
Oh, it'd be like watching uh, Final Fantasy. It'd be worse because at least something happens in Final Fantasy. Power washing it does nothing. <laughs> what if they like shrunk it down? It was just time lapsed video. Power washing. Oh, they have a subreddit okay. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. so. Then it only take four hours an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we good. I'm sorry. I, get, I feel like we got derailed. <laughs> I can go I'm to sure the next one. Fault. Yeah, if, yeah. Go ahead. And go to okay, the next I was one. like, uh, "GT three option fan." Congrats uh, on the Georgia Southern team beating the Huskers. By the way, uh, I think an Alan Wake TV show could be a thing. I thought the story was compelling enough that it could exist apart from the gameplay as its own thing. I agree. I think Alan Wake could work really well as that it like a standalone, probably movie would be my thing or like because you could do a lot with the trippy darkness elements and like have a lot of fun with dark monsters i think that would be work i think that'd work i never played alan wake so i'll have to take your word for I'm it i'm sorry y'all are in the dark about alan wake yeah. i shed some light on it are you energized by it Mm-hmm. go find your videotapes or cds or whatever crap it was that you had to find keep guessing <laughs> manuscript pages no, <laughs> that's what no. it was <laughs> no, you're thinking of the thermoses oh yeah thermos yeah you have to collect the, i don't know up. the manuscript Ther- pages at least add something to the game <laughs> the thermoses oh no. TV, you had to find the uh or they didn't i guess you did you have to find them all the night springs tvs yeah, yeah. the show like everything the about game. that game except the gameplay <laughs> I still really like that game. I think that game's great. Yeah, it, was, it was good. Um, yeah. Well, I'll come back to Remedy in just a bit, the developers. But uh, Hawkeye Enjoy Barry. Yourself. Yes. Uh, so, so I think Bioshock has the potential to be a great show. A normal person entering a world where a man is entitled to the sweat of his brow. Big daddies and splicers shouldn't need CGI either. A great opportunity to let practical effects shine. I Ooh. agree. Oh, I agree. That would be cool. I think, yeah, I think there, you could do a lot. I honestly, though, I would not set it with the story of Bioshock 1. I would probably do the whole Fall of Rapture as its own show, because I think you could do something apart from the game. I think a lot of stuff that like does things in video games like will fail if they try to tie themselves way too much to the plot of that game, because... A game has like, I don't know, it takes you like, what, eight hours to beat Bioshock? And you can go through your own route and you might not pick up everything. And like a lot of the stories told different. But like a show you can tell or a movie, you can tell a little bit more structured pace of it. And I think that's why, like, I don't know, you got to do your own thing. But I think you can do your own thing in the world. So, yeah. Yeah. A TV show or a TV series for bioshock could work well again it it just has like really good setting Mm, yeah that's i think the the setting of the of it and then the for me it was always the philosophy part of it i liked that the kind of the philosophical nature the difference between atlas and and andrew ryan yeah fun stuff uh so yeah bioshock i like bioshock that game except the gameplay (laughs) bioshock is made in 2007 and it sure feels like it having played it recently like 
it, it feels a little old, but it's still good. It's Bioshock. The game yeah. I don't think would hold up nearly as well if it weren't for all of the other stuff propping it up, like the story and everything like that. Now, did you recently play the 360 version or the remaster on the one? Yes, both. Uh, <laughs> last year, <laughs> uh, last year I completed uh, the remaster, and then I also completed the 360 version. And both are bad. No, they're not bad. Both are classics. Bad gameplay. Yeah, they're just that's, they're not that's bad. Good. It works. It's just not like it's just not modern. It, gotcha. And it two thousand seven. And it feels different. It feels more interesting to come back to. It's just like, oh yeah, I guess this was made in two thousand seven. It's not as distracting as other games, but uh, it might be a hurdle for modern players or L. <laughs> hey <laughs> uh so uh for I my an- that remark <laughs> so for my answer i went with i think streets of rage would be good uh i thought as an anime because if you look at streets of rage 4 uh you can definitely see like the that art aesthetic along with uh, some cool fight scenes and stuff like that the story isn't much to speak of in Streets of Rage, so you can kind of do your own thing and not have a bunch of people mad at you as long as you keep it like, as long as you don't go double dragon with it. I think most people, oh, good, you know, are gonna be Crazy. okay. No one should go full double dragon. And and as for my <laughs> terrible, oh dude, don't watch Double Dragon. I could. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Do you? Like, hey, let's get the bad guy from Terminator 2, and he's, like, Japanese, but he's not actually Japanese. The guy is, like, totally not Japanese, and, like, he's, like, a samurai, and, like, don't. Just don't watch Double Don't. Why are you even thinking about watching? Don't. Oh, trust me, I'm not. (laughs) Uh, But the other one I actually thought was uh, Max Payne, the movie. Do you guys remember that it's a Max Payne movie? No, it's, it sucks. I mean, <laughs> I did not know that was. Movie. There's a reason. It's real bad, and it's not because like you think, oh, do they get nobody? No, it's like Mark Wahlberg and Mia Kunis are in it. It's like by all accounts, like oh, there's yeah. enough talented people in it. Max Payne itself is a good enough story that you could translate it over, but they just decided like, nah, we're good. We'll just do our own thing. <laughs> so Max nah. Payne seems easy enough to make a decent movie out of. Yeah. I mean, you'd be... They they failed. Collectively. I'm surprised it was Fug that said... Is the one that, sh- that said, uh, I should Google that. The Max Payne movie. I thought for sure no, Elle was going to bring that no, up. No, no, no. We don't beat dead <laughs> horses on this show. Yeah, just... I'm absolutely not going to... Br- uh, Google the Max Payne movie. Now, don't ma- Google Max Payne horse. Don't now make yeah, sure. That. No, the reason you can't Google it is because you have to bing it. Remember? Yeah, you gotta get uh, those yeah. points. Yeah. Come on, guys. Gotta get those points. Five reward points, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Max Payne, the movie, the game. Not good. <laughs> the game. No, that's <laughs> which one was that? <laughs> that was Street Fighter. Street I Fighter had a movie. copy. I had, it wasn't anything like the video game. I'm wait, not really sure. Yeah, I had a copy of Street Fighter. 
uh, and the PlayStation. And weirdly, oh, is there an arcade game? And is it actually a different port? So they ported over to the arcade game, but they made it a completely different game on this on home consoles. It's a whole fun story uh, about Street Fighter, the movie, the game. Both are very bad. <laughs> All of it. Just Aww. that's a whole boondoggle that you can just walk on by. Huh. Surprised there's not a Tekken movie. There is. Unless there is, and it's. I was just about to say, unless there isn't, it's so bad that I've never heard of it. <laughs> there's also other things you don't know about. There's a King of Fighters movie and a Dead or Alive movie. Dead or Alive, yeah. Uh, what? Mm, never mind. Jimmy Presley, Beach right? volleyball. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Okay. Al knows where I was going with that. <laughs> no. No. But, uh, yeah. Probably should have just tried to All ask right. for good adaptations, and we could have thought of both of them collectively and moved on. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to read the next patron response. This one comes from Ahizo. He says, Halo would make a fantastic piece of visual media. The current attempt doesn't count because it is even Halo. Halo Infinite is more Halo than that pile of trash. An actual Halo show or movie would be awesome. Uh, yeah, we've already touched on that, but yeah, 100% agree. He also goes on to say, I, go on to say, I would love to see God of War turn into movies or Gears of War. Either one should cast Dave Bautista in the leading role. A God of War movie? Yeah, that would that could be very good. That also seems like kind of obvious of why isn't this one a movie already? Surprising. Jason, yeah. is it a movie? <laughs> I'll just wait for the remake. <laughs> Dad of War. <laughs> Well, Gears of War would be make for a better uh, a better TV show, like a Netflix adaptation or something like that. I don't know. Gears of War, maybe, but like they don't actually get a story to like three games in. Oh, boy. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you are on fire tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing I all of the a hits. A lot of emotions when, someone, when someone's wife died in the second game. I felt a lot of emotions for that character that I'd never met. Indifference? Is indifference an emotion? <laughs> so, I have to disagree about the Dave Batista thing. Like, if they're going to make Gears of War, I need the original voices for everybody. For Phoenix, for Cole, for everyone. John DiMaggio doesn't look like Marcus Phoenix. I don't care. Oh, I just know it's going to be CGI. It's going to be real actors. Oh, no. I want a, real, I want a live action one. Yeah. A live action Gears of War could be really. I cool. want a live action one in the style of the live action Lion King. <laughs> no, <laughs> be this is horrifying. <laughs> no, he popped himself. <laughs> and the same thing, God of War. That would be an awesome movie. All right. Well, uh, for my answer for this. So I thought of a couple of games that I feel like work as good animes. The first one being Hades. I mean, it's kind of already oh, there. It cool. Already has a good story. Um, just take a lot of the uh, dialogue and just convert it over into an anime. It would work out. I feel like that could work out really well. The other one, and this... I feel like this game is already is also built to be an anime is near automata. It's got a cool, it's got a cool scene, uh, scene, a cool world. God, brain fart as a cool world. The, there's crazy monsters and all that. I mean, 
and the main character already, you know, looks like it looks like something from an anime. So I think that I think that one could work, really work. And yeah, that would be my answer. But as far as ones that are bad, I don't know. I can't think of, uh, I'm sure Fufu I've hasn't bad. seen a movie in a long time. I'm sure I've seen a bad like uh, video game movie. I can't think of any. I will say there are two what? good <laughs> video game movies that I've watched. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was surprisingly good. I thought oh, for yeah. sure that was going to be bad. Yeah. That was a good movie. It was good. And another one that was surprisingly good, Detective Pikachu. Oh, uh, no. don't know if any of you watched that one, but... I actually did. Yeah, I saw Detective Peach, uh, Pikachu. Need, that was okay. I need Pikachu's voice to be Pikachu. From- nah. I love his... I love Ryan Reynolds' as Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> I can't stand Pikachu, and I love, I love that. If anything, Ryan Reynolds I should have been every Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not opposed to that either. Why not? Yeah, both those movies were, were surprisingly good. All right, uh, let's kick it to Nate now. Uh, yeah, so Dino Bull says, I thought the Warcraft movie was fun, just being able to see some of the WoW races on screen, the big clunky human armor, and some of the little Easter eggs, like they had the fishing bop from in-game. Uh, I don't know if it was particularly well-made, unless you just love fan service. Is that what fan service is? Um, so my <laughs> other answer would be another Warcraft movie. Uh, LOL. I want to see Tarin on the big screen. I thought there was a Tarin in the trailer, but maybe not. I haven't seen that movie. I would like to see it. Um, I just couldn't imagine that it was good, so I didn't I didn't try it, but I will, I will go check that out. Uh, Lego Head. Ah. Says, sure it's I like the Warcraft movie despite never having played it. The music is by the Game of uh, Thrones guy, too, but so much better yeah. than the that theme tune. Uh, that'd be a shout for the best movie from a game, okay? Uh, and the Bioshock movie has been and is still apparently coming. I'll go for Journey to the Savage Planet. I think that'd be a fun movie. Also, the best movies based on video games are the ones that aren't specific, like Ready Player One and the truly awesome Free Guy. There's something to be said for that, right? Uh, if you're not shooting for the, uh, you know, uh, an apple to apple match of like game to movie, then yeah, you can go off and do like a side story and just like, like with Gears of War. Yeah, if you want Dave Bautista, cool, do a side story, you know, do a Gears of War side mm-hmm. story. That could be really cool. Um, I agree on that. Yeah. Wild West 08 says, I think Assassin's Creed would translate well to a TV show. I hope the Netflix adaptation goes well and Fallout is another one. Mm. Um, yeah, I wanted to see that uh, Assassin's Creed movie, but I, I just heard it was horrible. Um, so I just kind of—I heard, heard it was just wildly okay. Wildly okay. That's. <laughs> I'm not sure if I ever heard that. Wildly okay. <laughs> so it was just—it was, it was just a movie. The like, Hall of oh, and we lost. Yeah, that. he froze. There you go. Oh, like some days. people I, I hear liked Assassin's Creed, others said it was bad. Yeah, for the most part, it just seems like it was just it was just a movie. It's weird. I mean, Fassbender, right? He's he's a good actor, so I would hope that it would be good. But Mark Wahlberg no is a good is. actor. Wait, that one what? one thing he always does, yeah, he's really good at that one thing. Hey, he was great in the happening. <laughs> he Dirk diggled a lot. Now, for you guys me, are saying a lot of movies. Uh, a good movie uh, based on a video game would probably be have have to be Disney's live action Aladdin based on. The video game, which is based on the, the cartoon. That's uh, cheating. That was a, that's probably a really good one. Uh, but for serial, I think Dead Cells 
Uh, the opening uh, commercials for that was an anime. I thought they make a really cool anime, but then mm. the story, I don't know how they pull that off, but I'd watch that anime. I would watch several minutes of that opening anime trailer. That was really cool. Um, maybe, maybe Star Wars, The Force Unleashed 2 or Jedi Fallen Order. Um, the characters that they based those, uh, those, or I'm sorry, the, uh, yeah, the actors that they based those characters off of could just very easily flow into a TV show, uh, on the Disney channel. I could see that happening or see them kind of like work their way into some of the movies or some of the, uh, the, the shows that they're doing. I, I would actually kind of right. like that if they just, even if it was just a cameo, just a little bit part, I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, and it would also help them tie back to all these things. Especially Disney, uh, they're going to be trying to put out multiple games per year, Star Wars games, and hopefully they've got some better quality control than letting uh, Rodriguez direct those yeah. uh, episodes. Um, <laughs> best movie would probably, in all honesty, probably Wreck-It Ralph. Um, that was, oh, that was probably one. like the best video game movie that I could think of, you know, short notice. I'll count that. Yeah, they just do a good... You know, and mostly they because they've got their own video game story they're telling, and they're just pulling in these side characters. I mean, the Zangief is so good. I just love that Zangief line. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's probably. I think they did a really good job of capturing a whole bunch of different video games. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph was great. That's a good answer. All right. Oh, and I forgot about one of my favorite video game movies. What's that? The Angry Birds movie. <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> I freaking love that movie. It was hilarious. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Sequel was not good. Dead horses. No, it's not a dead horse. I really like that. <laughs> no, it's a dead bird. De- no. That's what it should be. That movie was awful. No. What were you expecting? Uh, another good one with the sequels. I never saw any of the sequels, but there was a lot of the, uh, Resident Evil. I don't think we discussed that, right? The first one was not bad. I don't think they had. Didn't that just have like a terrible Netflix show? It did. Yes. There were movies. There were like a gazillion movies uh, that were released uh, literally perpetually. I think there still just are. We're caught in the never ending cycle of Resident Evil releases and new movies every hour on the hour. (laughs) To. Quality. <laughs> what quality? <laughs> just, just uh, and you hear the quality in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there were two movies with my good buddy, The Rock, that were bad. Rampage. Which one? She- yeah, that's one. <laughs> Doom. I liked Doom. Yep. Oh come on, that was not good. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's uh, about as good as you could hope. It's better than the uh, sequel of Doom. What's that called? <laughs> oh, what was it called? Like, like Doom, Doom Requiem? Doom 2. The Doom 2 movie? I don't know. It's, no, it's not I good. Doom movie. And I think there was an Alone in the Dark movie that was also very bad. Uh, yeah, Uva Bull. Was it? We did not mention Uva Bull, but he was mentioned in the chat. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Probably shouldn't. It's best not to say his name, otherwise he'll challenge us to a boxing match, and I don't want that in my life. Sure. <laughs> no, this is a thing that's happened. He's challenged his critics to boxing matches. Oh. 
Okay, then. He's a mentally unstable man, and now I'm going to have a boxing match. All right. Sounds great. Get some money <laughs> for uh, Extra Life. and uh... There you go. Do it for charity. Yeah, there you go. We raised $3,000 for Extra Life. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll box you with a bowl. Uh, Neo in the chat asks if the Jumanji reboot counts as a video game movie. I'm going to go ahead and say no. No. But, you know. It's in that category of board game movies, like Battleship was, and Clue. I was Clue. Just about to say, is that a board oh, game? Card and board. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's on the leaderboards. Uh, I'll, I I didn't see Battleship all the way through, but I remember not hating it. Why would you? I know it wasn't good, but I remember not hating it. Oh, oh. it's yeah. You've never seen Mortal Kombat, but you put on Battleship. Battleship? <laughs> You're just like, I it know what. It was like it, on the background. I know I what there. I'm going to do with I my limited time on Earth. On. I'm going to watch Battleship. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not purposely put that movie on. It was like on the background. So yes, Clue Rihanna was, was in Battleship. Clue is great. Uh, we also got uh, a question, which was worse, the Resident Evil show or the Halo show? Tell you what, I'll watch both if someone joins oh, me boy. on the Patreon. Or I'll do them. I'll do them as a podcast thing myself. If we raise enough money for extra life, let's let's just do that. Extra life donation incentive. I'll watch all of Resident Evil and Halo, and I'll release my video or oh, audio essays. There's a good Castlevania. Uh, good. Uh, oh, the show there's Castlevania. A good, there's a good yeah. Netflix. Yeah, Castlevania show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was thinking of Netflix stuff. And uh. The League of Legends one. I think Stop that's it. also pretty. I hear a lot of people say. I hear yeah, a lot of people lot say of, that's actually yeah. a good one. Yeah, Arcane is really good. Yeah, Arcane. That's it. How dare you? And I think how dare you know what that is? Too, if I remember. It's like saying Avatar, really good. Like that <laughs> TV show based based on that Avatar game that was an easy one. K. Oh yeah, I was about to ask Cyberpunk Edge Runners <laughs> is a good one. I was going to ask how people thought. I don't watch TV. I don't know. I just know that it exists. Yeah, I've heard it's good. The yeah, mm-hmm. that show is bringing about, is making people want to revisit uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It worked. I think it was on top of the leaderboards again, or the top fifty when the show came out. Uh, something yeah. happened like that. That sounds right. They made it up, man. The the moral of this story is just watch the Angry Birds movie. No, that's definitely not the moral. <laughs> yeah, I promise, I promise it's good. Watch the Pac-Man animated cartoon oh, from the eighties. God, <laughs> watch no. Captain N the Game yes. Master. There you go. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go watch Nick Arcade. Clearly, the best video game television you'll ever see. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you for the, oh. for the question. Wait, hold on. There's two uh, people. Go ahead. There's two people in the chat yelling about the movie Pixels. Now that movie was the definition of mediocre. It had really good ideas. I heard it was awful and never. It had to really watch it. good ideas, but uh, they looked like they were having a lot of fun out there. It wasn't good. We did not mention the Hitman movies. Jables, stop it. There's no Hitman in Canada. I'm gonna kill you. Uh, no, sorry. What's that all about? <laughs> Let, let's get on to the game showcase. Uh, 
Devin, you're up first. What game do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Mark of the Ninja Remastered. Mark of the Ninja Remastered is a remastering of Mark of the Ninja. Go figure. Uh, which is a it, who would have guessed? Yeah, it's a 2D stealth platforming game uh, where you are a ninja. It's uh, actually a pretty cool story where you get this tattoo to avenge your enemies, but it makes you slowly crazy. Um, you get all kinds of cool skills and abilities, and you get to uh, kill people in wildly exciting ways uh, to get your score higher, or uh, you can go full stealth. And I found out that it's actually not even that big of a deal to go full stealth versus killing everybody. It's kind of weird how that works in the balance of it. But uh, any of you guys played it? It's pretty good. It's great. Uh, yeah. It's like... I've been uh, trying to figure it out for my RTDL. Uh, I did New Game Plus, and that did not hit, so I have to go back through and get all of the scrolls and three-star every level uh, and get all the upgrades, but those are tied to my progress. Um, so far, so good. I've been going mostly guideless on everything because I just don't feel like looking up a guide of some dude like finding all the collectibles and... It's just not what I want to do uh, right now. So it's probably taken me a lot longer than it could have, but it doesn't seem like it's that long in general. I think I have like 11-ish hours in it. And uh, yeah, the new game plus is supposedly harder, but I did no pro. Like I did it in like one sitting straight through because you get a teleport skill that you can use and you just teleport through and stealth games are remarkably easy when you can just be like, nope. And just start teleporting away. Yeah, that does tend to make it a little easy. Yeah. So, it, it's good. I just, uh, yeah, like I said, need to get better at specific levels, find some scrolls. But I should be able to get get it done here. A few more. Uh, a few more stuff. It's, it's cool. Um, I like some of the upgrades, too. And if you're going through it, what I found is that the DLC one, it's called Dozen's Tale. You can play it whenever you want, and I highly recommend that you play that as early as possible because you get two um, items that you can use. So you get fungus that you can throw at enemies, and it kills an enemy, and anybody that comes close to the enemy immediately dies, too. It's awesome. Very, very great uh, thing. And then you get these dusk moths that can like take the light out of anything. And those make some levels very easy to get through and some challenges a lot, lot better. I, th I think that that fungus stuff is probably one of the best side items in the game, uh, which you only get from that DLC. And I waited way too long and it could have saved me quite a bit of time. So that's my, my hot tip for Mark of the Ninja. Yeah, it looks like it's a relatively quick completion. It's not terribly long. No. 12-ish hours. Yeah. Oh wow, it's got a high, it's got a high rating on TA too, mm -hmm. four point four six. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, if, if you're so inclined, it's also available for the three hundred and sixty. The whole thing for a less gamer score, that's your thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's uh, yes, that's what we that's want. Just less gamer score, and I think less overall stats. It's it's great. Play the version that gives you less. That was seems legit. 500 gamer score total yes 500 that's uh, it was a four it was released in that time period when there was 400 gamer score 
games from arcade so, and then they released the dlc for 100 points yeah oh, there, okay that makes more sense there are a few games like that oh yeah if you bought the 360 version you got the remaster for free oh that's nice yeah it's by the same people that made shank and shank 2 the sequel I to was, shank uh, <laughs> I, always, okay. I always get this game confused with another game that's not at all like this game what's that game it's like a it's got like 33 g achievements and you i know michelle will know um you go through it it's, it's like have... a it's not like meat boy it's, it's platformer and you Find like secret areas and you, yeah, save the ninja clan. Thank you, Michelle. I don't know how oh. you even got that, Michelle. I, because Michelle is ninja. <laughs> that's how. Just, I get that mixed think, up with that one game that has like well, the, the yeah, 33 platforming. G, there's not there's, <laughs> the game is a bunch of 33. It's G a game of a ninja. There's no way you should confuse those two. <laughs> But they both have the ninjas in the title. They have the word ninja in it. Yes, yes that's why I do get them confused. Oh my god! Do you know that game, Devin? No. <laughs> really? Okay. No. I'm surprised. Uh, uh, that's actually surprising. I know there's uh, a couple of people that played Save the Ninja Clan. That's another game. I guess it's L that you've talked. You might have talked about that before. Yeah, I, someone's talking I, yeah, about it. I really, I really like it. it. Yeah, it's good, but just. It's one of those weird dirt like achievement score ones. Well, you just got to complete it, and that way you get a, you get the full one thousand. It's nowhere weird. Pro tip: I don't complete games over a one point one ratio. Wait, that's other people. What's the pro tip? Oh. And you can kill a man in a box in Mark of the Ninja for an achievement, and it's Metal Gear reference. Mm. Wolf. If it was a Metal Gear <laughs> reference, that'd be weird. Come on, where's yeah. your soundboard, Kenny? It wasn't working. I can't get it to work. Just play the Metal Gear Solid noise. I was here early, and he was like, "We don't want him to even attempt it. We would all be echoing. It's it's a hole to do. It's It's not easy getting this. Just play sounds off your phone. It'll be fine. Do it all the time. No, that's easier said than done. If you could do that, it would be so pretty. See, it's easy." And see, and that's one of the sounds on my soundboard that I want. To... <laughs> it's the other one, L yelling uh, at me about uh, like oh, <laughs> from a long time. Stop ago. it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could put that on there. I do still have that soundbite. Damn it! All right. Uh if that's all that all the questions for Devin on that one, uh, we can move on to our next game, and that will be for Nate. What, you, what game are you talking about? Yes, I'm talking about a Game Pass game called Hard Space Shipbreaker. Now, this is a sim, which is weird for me. No. Wait, I, I'm sorry. Did you say sim? I know. This is weird. And I pass it to Nate. This is weird. I'm confused. Uh, but it's, it's a sim, much like a power washing simulator. Um, but this one is actually uh, another good one. Um, so I skipped the house makeover or whatever house flipper house flipper. I skipped that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went straight to hard space shipbreaker, uh, because this game reminds me of the show, the expanse. 
Um, and I just love that show. I, you know, I've read the book a little bit or you know, the book that the show was based off of. Um, and I just get that vibe while I'm doing it. So what you're doing is you are a, uh, a shipbreaker. You are at a, uh, a what? you're at in outer space <laughs> and you're at a place where they send um, ships that have been decommissioned and you need to just tear them down into pieces and recycle those pieces. Some you're going to, you're going to put into like a processor. Some you're going to put into a barge, which is just trash. And then there's another that you, uh, you're going to melt down uh, certain types of metal uh, in the furnace. And you basically have to find these connection points on the ship. They're like these big uh, yellow kind of like warning kind of tape um, sections. And you're going to use your laser cutter just to kind of focus on them. And then they'll eventually break apart. Once you break apart all the connecting pieces, you'll see parts of the ship just kind of slowly float away. Um, and then your job is to use a grapple. You have this like, um, what do they call it? They call it a handheld grapple. And it basically just shoots out uh, this like beam that captures the thing and allows you to drag it. And you can upgrade both your laser and the grapple and you can get a, uh, a demo charge, which is the ability to set like an explosive directly on a surface. And then you sort of see where it's going to cut. And you can remotely detonate it, or you can have multiple charges and just detonate all the way around, uh, and just very easily just like shear a ship um, in half. Uh, and then you can also use a, a, what's really cool is that you can put a tether <laughs> on uh, a piece of the ship that flies off, and then the place where you want it to go. So if there's this really heavy piece of a ship. And your grapple just takes forever to drag it, and it actually damages your grapple because it, it just it's been on for too long. You can basically fire a tether that connects the piece to the place where you want it to go, and it'll very slowly, uh, but yet with more power and, and faster than using your grapple gun, it'll kind of pull it into that that bay, either the furnace or the recycler or the uh, you know the trash bin. Um, it's weird that. I enjoy this, and I've been spending. 20, yes, this is very weird. Over the past two weeks, I've I've put in twenty hours, and I find myself <laughs> doing that just one more, where it's oh, I've got I've got twenty minutes before bed, I'm just gonna go disassemble a thruster, and uh, and that's all I'm gonna do, and then an hour and a half later, I've completely disassembled the ship. I'm like, ah, I definitely shouldn't start another ship. I'm going to bed, um, well after my bedtime, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Now, it starts out, uh, you have these maneuver thrusters, and they're not good. They're just not good. So it's very hard to kind of get the hang of kind of like fixing your yaw and just then uh, moving forward. And just it takes a while to get the hang of the controls. So if, if at first you, you're trying this out, if this sounds good and you're trying that and you're like, geez, these controls just suck. Um, as you complete about two or three ships, you will have earned enough credits and enough skill points to start upgrading your gear. And I recommend um, upgrading your thrusters because it'll allow you to break uh, better. It'll allow you to move around faster, which when you accidentally throw something the wrong way, it's really nice to be able to chase it down and then bring <laughs> it back and like put it into the right, uh, the right bin. Um, so, so while it does take a while to get those maneuvering thrusters, they're really good. I, I haven't upgraded my, uh, my suit at all. So I'm still kind of a glass cannon. If I take any damage, my uh, faceplate immediately shatters and my oxygen meter runs out. Uh, that's Wait, another take thing. damage. Oh yeah. That's another thing. Uh, you can sort of make the game, uh, as realistic as you would like. Um, and I did not do that. I said, I don't care, but I don't want to manage my oxygen. I don't really want to manage these other things. So just let's make huh. this as simple as that's possible. 
where I just, I'm taking ships apart because that's the part I really enjoy. Uh, and you're able to do that. Um, and I, if you really, really want to crank that up and just have to manage a whole bunch of other things, you can do that, but that's not fun for me. Um, as far as the achievements go, you will mostly be, um, you'll be getting it as you go along. There's three major arcs to the story. As you complete each one of those major sections, you'll get an achievement. There are achievements for taking damage and then uh, healing yourself. There's uh, re uh, refilling your oxygen meter. Um, a great way to refill your oxygen meter when your oxygen meter doesn't deplete is to smash your face into a wall. And then, <laughs> then even though your oxygen meter never depletes, it does when there's a hole in your suit. So you can very easily just grab uh, you know, an oxygen tank and, and refill there. And so you'll get that achievement even with uh, the easy mode stuff that I had set on. Uh, then there's other story-based things. Um, what's nice is they kind of hide the story inside the ships. You'll find like these data drives. And as you're you know just going through and throwing stuff in the right place, you'll be like, oh, what's this data drive? And you go, you pick it up. And then now there's a story waiting for you when you go back to your bunk. Um, and you'll kind of get some more story that way. And it, there's this whole arc about unions and, and uh, you know, why the union is good and why they're trying to break up the union. Um, but then there's these side stories about these characters that who were on these ships uh, before they were decommissioned. So they're completely unrelated to your story. They're just like these nice little stories off to the side that you can kind of get a glimpse into uh, what was going on uh, in these side Sounds stories. Sounds like the, sto the story yeah. power wash <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, I'm really not actually going to pay attention to what's going on. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> so uh, back to Hearthspace Shipbreaker. <laughs> Uh, this game is a lot of fun. I think that, yeah, it has a lot more story than your Power Wash Sim and uh, a lot more variety. Like as you're going through, you're starting to um, basically the ships get more complicated. Um, and then there's this term and it's really fun. Uh, it's ex called explosive decompression. And that is when that sounds great. You take a, a you take a compartment. It's pressurized. You know, it's pressurized. There's there's atmosphere in there. There's. There's, uh, you know, oxygen and such that you're breathing. And when in space, when there's no atmosphere and you punch a hole through a wall, uh, it everything just goes right out through that hole. And it's really fun. Um, and then you die and then you come back. And, and all of a sudden, the ship is a lot easier to do because it's in like 3,000 pieces. Uh, so you don't have to break all these points apart. There's also, uh, you know, gas tanks that you can accidentally rupture, uh, which I did a lot. Uh, if you get your laser really close to a gas tank, apparently... Heat and gas are bad, uh, and those will blow up. Who uh, knew? Yeah. And then there's also generators, and generators have uh, electrical damage as well. So that while you're trying to carry those, uh, you'll actually be shocked by them. Uh, now you can upgrade your suit to, you know, be a, you know more resistant to electric or fire or even cold damage. Um, I haven't done any of that stuff. I've just basically said I just want to get through this game. I just love tearing these ships apart. Um, I don't really care about the, the suit so much because I can get by without having to do that. Now, maybe at some point I will have to, um, but yeah, this is, this is a fun game. If any of that sounds good to you, if you like taking things apart. So like, uh, uh, what was that? Um, basically any game where you can just destroy things, uh, and just, you know, that is fun <laughs> to me. Uh, so yeah, so this game's great. I, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a simulation game. And they say it's management. I don't think it's management so much. It's way more sim. Uh, and just basically putting things in different bins. And that's a, that's a great game. Right, so I have two go. questions. Okay, let's go. Now, when you get 
the upgrade for your thrusters, how does the movement feel? Because watching that video, mm-hmm. it looks like it's a lot of fun, like jumping around through space. Oh yeah. Going it, from ship to ship. Yeah. It's, it's fun. I mean, you, you can move faster. So it's good that they start you out slowly. So your thrusters being like underpowered is actually a good thing at first. Cause that makes you learn the controls, learning how to you know move around and orient yourself. Uh, every now and then you'll get this, uh, you'll need to use your cutter in a, in a wide beam mode. So rather than just like a pinpoint where you're just like shooting at one little thing, let's say you just need to cut way through a ship. You just, you switch to this like a dead space type cutter where it's a big beam and you can like change the orientation of that. But then you have to like rotate yourself so that you get as close to a 90 degrees. You can to get through these things and to not accidentally shear into like a fire tank or a fuel tank. Um, it makes it a lot more fun. And like I said, it, it allows you to get back to what you want to be doing, which is I want to get to new ships. I want to be tearing these things apart. And if it takes me a really long time to float or to maneuver back and forth, um, I don't get to do it as much. This, this sounds sick. Okay. I, I'm, I'm totally on board. Yeah. It's way <laughs> cool. And you had a second question. Bufin? Um, Oh, can you just like, so it looks like you have your little, uh, shipyard, I guess you can say, where mm-hmm. you're dismantling them. Mm-hmm. Can you accidentally just like throw a piece into the nether regions of space and never be seen again? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I've actually lost some really, uh, really expensive items that way. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, through uh, explosive decompression or <laughs> through uh, uh, reactors melting down uh, and then causing huge explosions. Um, yeah. That, uh, I've had that Interesting. Happen. Yeah, this is just it's, it's really cool. So, this just seems like a game that just is, has a really bad title because like that just for whatever reason, the the, the name, yes. I was just like, I don't know what this is, but it doesn't sound good. Yeah, yeah, it could it could deal with a, a better name. But um, and I was going to say gameplay. that the name the is a lot of terrible. Yes, <laughs> L says it all the time. And he's right. Yeah. Like I think Shipbreaker would have even been just lead with Shipbreaker because I don't even know what hard space is. Like, is there soft uh, space? There's little it blue sounds pills like a in space. Bad first person shooter, space shooter thing. Yeah, that I that's what I thought. I thought it would be a shmup. Yeah, no, it's not that at all. Yeah, yeah. like, but it sounds like like you can see like if you just took. The cover and the name, you would think it's something else entirely, I think. <laughs> All right, now I need to look up And now cover. Neo was asking, he says, how much can you play without getting an achievement? Not a whole lot, um, because if you complete the tutorial, that's an achievement. That's the very first one you'll get. That probably takes uh, 20 minutes, something like that. But, you know, you just throw it on a different account and play and see if you like it. Um, that's what I would recommend, because, yeah, if you accidentally that's complete that tutorial, it's on your tag. And there you go. That's a forty dollar game. It's only a, I did not think it would be that. It's only a 50 50 to 60 you can play it on game. the Xbox. You can play it on the Xbox or the PC. I haven't tried it on my PC. Ooh. Um, I it, based on the way they've marked it on TA, I think you can go back and forth with the save. But uh, I've, it's playing really well on my Series X, so I have no complaints. <laughs> Better play well on your Series <laughs> X. <laughs> no. This game also has a high rank rating. Some of us play good games. Yeah, sometimes we play good games. <laughs> well, and then sometimes we play awful games. Speaking of which, oh, what wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Transition. <laughs> Every so often, I nail yeah. it. 
damn Elgways. <laughs> well, this is uh, usually the part of the show where I tell you about some uh, stupid easy game that I picked up because I wanted to get a quick 1,000 gamer score. And I usually do this by going to my favorite developer, East Asia Soft. Uh, well, this time, uh, I'm sorry, not not developer, publisher. They usually come out with games that are a quick 1K with some stupid easy achievements. Now, the developer of Arsonist Heaven, by the way, Arsonist Heaven is an awesome name, and it's got an awesome cover. And then you start playing the game, it's, and it's, uh, yeah. Now, I know you don't like the uh, 8-bit style, Kenny, but you know, it's fine yeah. with me. So uh, for those on the live stream, uh, you could watch uh, the video. That's actually me playing it. And you will see uh, I beat the first level in about, I don't know, 5, 10 minutes. And then the second level took me a little bit longer than that. Uh, I did a live stream, and uh, Fug showed up, and Rucker showed up. And they just sat there making fun of me, basically. Yes, as you can, as you can right. see, I played for about a half an hour, and here I am in the second level uh, at the five-minute mark, and I'll be there until the 30-minute mark. So basically, you have to go around, and you need to kill every enemy. That's all you got to do, kill every enemy, and then the level ends. Uh, but there. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take a look at, the, at this video. Uh, so you just have to uh, kill every enemy, and you have a jetpack that refills very slowly, which I complained about a lot. Uh, and you have a flamethrower, which is the fun part, killing the enemies. But you have to... This looks so you annoying. Have to so hit, that's the uh, arson. A, you have to hit a reload button for, for it after it runs out. So if you could just... If they had just made this more arcadey and you just go around flamethrowing things, it would be so much fun. But... They added the reload, and they added the jetpack. And look, look at me. I'm sitting there waiting for the jetpack to reload so I could fly back up there. And then, This uh, yeah. looks like a game. So the achievements are very simple. It's uh, finish level 1, finish level 2, finish level 3, and so on to finish level 12. And yes, there's way more. There's, I think, I don't know, 30 levels in the game maybe. So here I am on level 2. 2. And I'm having trouble with it. Well, at least you don't have to finish them all. <sighs> so finish level two is a 1.23 ratio. So typically in these games, you bang out the whole game. No. So I, it's a 1.4 like overall. Yeah. I really want to recommend up. this game. Oh, I am fine. You burned me with that joke. E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Arsonist Heaven by East Asia Soft is one that, unfortunately, I would have to say to avoid. It's not an yeah, easy don't 1K. Get <laughs> it's not an easy 1K, nor is it that much fun yeah. to play. But I did persevere and finish that damn second level. I have not <laughs> played anything past the second level, and I feel like I've played basically what the game has to offer. But you need to play at least 10 more levels. Uh, Come on. Yeah. I hope chat can go and light a fire under you and see if they can motivate you to get the rest of the thing done. Jesus. No, they're <laughs> too busy making bad jokes. No, wait, that's you. Damn it. <laughs> try to get me to yell at you every episode. <laughs> it's going to work. I don't have to try. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Um, wait. So what's that counter at the bottom left? Is that's that how many, en- how many times you die? No, or is that enemies? that's how many enemies you have left to kill. 
Okay, I was just wondering. Why does it oh, never yeah, seem to drop below thinking. eight, though? Damn it, Nate. Because L. Nate, fast forward. Oh, okay. Fast forward <laughs> to the end and, and so they prove <laughs> that I did it. Um. Yeah, so. We're not watching. So they're. I know. I'm just going to talk for a few minutes while he fast forwards to the end. So. Uh, L going over to a different topic. Uh, in Better Completions Matter, there's something called the head-to-head uh, UHH thing going on. Uh, in which uh, Iron Fist of Snuff and EOJ manually put you together with someone else in which you both have similar progress in five different games and you go head-to-head with that person for a month and try to uh, get as many achievements as you can in the same five games. Uh, So I'm actually going to be talking about some decent games uh, next week, including one game that is going to be sad for me to complete. Um, because uh, let's see, what would it, it oh. shows up in my RT deal every month? I get a token oh, achievement oh, in I it. I think I know. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. Uh, no, it's not Red Dead Redemption. Killer Instinct. <laughs> so I will not. Uh, wait, I think Nate said it. <laughs> yeah, so Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. That is correct. Uh yeah, you're right. Yes. So I. Oh, I've been uh, oh, like collecting Check stuff. Out too. Yeah, I have about eight achievements left, maybe less. The ones I'm a little worried about are the 50 gold challenges, and that's really it. That reminds me. I meant to mention Sunset Overdrive for the question of the week. Oh. That could make for a really fun TV show. It'd be like a Zombieland uh, movie. Just dumb fun, but yeah, sorry. You said I mean, it didn't remind me. I'm like, I knew I had another game. I mean, energy drinks is basically your life story. So, yeah, you should have thought of that first. I mean, lots of energy drinks in that game. I'll talk more about that next week. Moving along. All right. And we'll move along to our final game. And that will be... I want to talk Aww. this week on some Halo Infinite. I'll just put up some generic multiplayers because i don't want that's to get, a new game right i don't want to give away i don't want to give away uh story stuff because i know devin and l haven't played it oh and yeah there's a few We're other people be... that have that haven't played it because they're waiting for there's Co-op. no story I, in this game you but, can put on whatever but did you do you see master chief's butt <laughs> uh <laughs> I won't ruin it for you. i'll let you find that res- that surprise for you so over the past uh years I have badmouthed 343 quite a bit. Uh, deserve it, And they deserve a lot of it. Don't get me wrong. I think a lot of what they've done with Halo Infinite has been bad. But I will say the Halo Infinite campaign is a lot of fun. And it is very good. Um, I assume you guys have listened to like video game podcasts or something like that. And you've heard people talk about the game. And yeah, it's... It is really, really good. I wanted to give credits where credits do. Uh, three, four, three may suck in a lot of areas, but at least they did. They've at least did decent there. I haven't quite completed the game. Um, I'm literally at the end game. I just wasn't able to get get to and beat the last final boss. But man, ah, uh, not the first I, final boss. So. Wait, the game ends? Got. Oh, Jesus. 
How did I not see you <laughs> going to say that? Because it's called infinite. Oh. I get it. So this is one of the, this is where I do want to like dunk on three, four, three again, because God, I wish there was a co-op like technology just right away, right away with this game. <laughs> Couldn't be done. Like, I, I really can't wait to be able to play this with my friends because driving around the ring uh, is just so much fun. Like this really, truly is just how you vision a halo game and how the halo ring is and like it's ain't really a spoiler but like you can have marines on the the ring with you and one of the things i love doing so much is getting one of the razorback warthogs that's the one that doesn't have the turret on and you can hold five other people you know, loading that up with Marines, giving them each a, a unique gun, and then going out and doing like a campaign mission or killing a target or something like that. Like, it's just fun being able to have like this little Marine squad being able to go out and do these objectives. And I, I really just wish I could play this with my friends. So instead of having a stupid AI, it's someone else. I mean, the gameplay is get is there. The guns feel good. Just everything about this game is so good. Just. Oh, I can't wait till November this for co-op to get here and then for my de- my feelings to get hurt because it's rolled out badly or some ah, shenanigans happening. I was going to say, that, that ain't, ugh, I, I don't think that's rolling out on time perfect in November. Trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm being a little bit of an optimist. <laughs> yeah, I just... I know that they're talking about the, the co-op coming and Forge mode coming and all that, and I really do hope that uh it all works out in the long run like i have no doubts i said this in discord a while ago i have no doubts that in a few years we're going to talk be talking about halo infinite just like we do with master chief collection it's like wow this game is so good now my, but my god did it have a ro- uh, rocky start just i wish i wish the game was good from the get-go it'd be so much better yeah we're gonna have fun with it that's about Once it co-op hits in a couple of years yes yeah, this will be our new Thursday night game. I was actually expecting you to yell at me, L, for playing it uh, and not waiting. No, I would never do that. Yeah, that's not like that. Nah. I need you to play ahead so you could carry me later. Come on. Okay, that's fair. That's that hit. makes sense. <laughs> I did play the first uh, couple hours of the campaign, just so you know. Maybe you don't remember that. Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. I thought you were totally waiting. No, I, no, I played it. Shut up on RTDL. Of course I'm going to play it. God. Of course, God. that's why. It is fun using the the grapple thing and all that stuff. Oh, the grapple shot's so much fun! Being able to just swing around and just constantly like rope onto enemies and pull yourself into them and beat their face in. Yeah, and the co op's going to be fun, and they're going to adding more uh, co op achievements, I believe. So it gives people a reason to uh, play it again. Yeah, there's a lot of achievements being added. I forget what the total was. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. I thought there was more than that. I don't that. know. Yeah. I just guessed. <laughs> <laughs> In a row. I was thinking like forty. <laughs> uh-huh. Wait, you think uh, I did research for this? I start now. <laughs> no, I figured you know. Maybe you knew just off the top of your head somehow. Uh, let me let me see. We that we can we can pull this number up. The people demand to know. In the meantime, Ahizo says two facts have consistently been true about 343 games they release in an embarrassing state then become fantastic yep that's about right 24 oh 24 no. 420 you were closer gamer score 
Hey. And then someone else in the chat named Vulgar Latin said Halo Wars 2 is the best 343 Halo game. What? That's Stop. true. I agree with that, man. He speaks what we're all thinking. <laughs> but that's also like a really, really low bar. <laughs> Four and five are bad. Five is uh, the best, one of the best uh, Call of Duty Infinite uh, fan expansions I've ever seen. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah you know the call of duty in space yeah that's funny (laughs) (laughs) all right but yeah uh that'll do it for the game showcase let's get into some sales uh devin what do you want to recommend this week all right so this week uh and it's spooky season and you can get into the holiday spirit with uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors slash Ghoul Patrol. It's a collection of two classic, well, one classic and one other game that uh, you've not have heard of. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's $7.50. It's down from $15. I I really love Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It's a hard game, action game, but it's it's good. I recommend it. Uh, And there is lots of good 360 DLC on sale. Too much for me to list, but like, all of Fallout 3, like all of Ob- mm-hmm. Oblivion, uh, I think the GTA Grand 4. Theft Auto 4. Yeah. yeah. So go normally, I'm sure you skip it every week. You look at the 360 yep. stuff for the DLC mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, it's not even a section. Isn't that cute? But this time, actually look at it if you're missing all that stuff because there's some good deals in there. Uh, Borderlands 2. All right. Uh, oh, you got anything you want to recommend? Mm, nope sounds about right <laughs> how about you Nate yeah uh, in keeping with the holiday season there's sparkle for tails uh, some people find fireworks scary and lights and shining things so um, my dog hates them this is one dollar down from ten it's an adventure game but it looks like a twin stick shooter minus the shooting um, you look like you just go around and collecting dots who would design a game about that? Uh, next up, I am Fish, $8 down from 20 It's a platformer, 60 to 80 hours. It was in Game Pass, but it left recently, and uh, it's difficult if you like that sort of thing. Uh, and I do. Uh, I like that game, and I was hoping it would go on sale. That seems about right. Uh, speaking of games where uh, you just get to you know, tear stuff apart and see how it's put together, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered, remastered <laughs> is $6 down from 30 It's a third-person shooter, uh, open world, 100 to 120 hours with 18 online achievements that you probably want to knock out first, just in case. And speaking of good games, Middle Earth Shadow of War uh, Definitive Edition is $9 down from $60. Um, that contains all of the DLC. It's a... Action RPG, uh, role play, stealth, open world, 70 to 93 hours. There are four online achievements. You might want to get those out of the way just in case something happens to this one, like it did uh, the first game. Um, so, yeah. Especially with that uh, Amazon show, I'm kind of jonesing for some some actual good uh, Middle Earth. So, Shadow of War might be uh, a little closer. Which one, the boys? Hmm? Is that what it's called? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> No, it's Rings of Power. Lost Boys, the boys. <laughs> he thinks my jokes are bad. I, I'm propping you up. <laughs> Just lowering the bar right. so I can beat expectations. <laughs> All right. What the hell am well, I thinking of? You then? don't want to buy anything? <laughs> the boys.
boys. If you don't want to buy anything, <laughs> uh, October's Games of Gold is now available. And uh, instead of having four games, we get two games a month now. Woohoo! I told uh, no. you. Well, I know. I we we all knew that. This Not was only what two was games, be. but two uh, games. Yes. So available the entire month is Windbound, and then available October sixteenth to November fifteenth is Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition. Great. Thanks, Nate, for buying that for us. Mm, I almost bought it, so I'm glad. Oh, that, you almost bought yeah, it. I, I thought I, you did. <laughs> no, I psyched them out. I, you know, I, I drew out the play. So. He added it to Zig when he should have zagged. <laughs> mm-hmm. They see the. Didn't the TA community do something stupid with Windbound or something? Yeah, I like, think there are people that like. I have no idea. Like low voted it. Yeah, because that's going to that show the Discord. Them. Yeah. <laughs> really? They like started rating it a one out of five on TA or something just because of for ga- because of games be- of gold. Are you just for because real? there was only two games in games of gold. Yes. No, I think it's the Xbox Store because it's got a three point two eight. Oh, yeah. I thought it was on it's TA. Like, unless they did something. Let's yeah. See. No. Oh, that's on so Xbox. Bad. Xbox. Yeah. That's so dumb. Yep. I forget who it was, but I know there are a couple. He. A couple of people in Discord were actually saying that these games are actually pretty good. It's just, you know, they're not high caliber games. You know, they're not games that you know of. There's some people that are yeah. like, even if they're like every every uh, every time was like, it's Red Dead Redemption 2 and the newest Call of Duty. There'd still be some guy like it's there'd be some guys just like, but it's not the specific thing that I'm looking for. So it's bad. Yeah. It's still free games. Don't be that guy. You're not. You're not paying for them. Who cares? Because let's be honest. Whether they had, yeah. had games with gold or not, you would still. You're paying. Uh, have you would still have gold membership? These games are free. Yes. Whether that was here or not, this is just an added little benefit to it. Nobody signs up for gold for these for the games of gold program. I mean, they, they sign up so they can play games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. If I don't get that, it was so much better before. Because I could, I'm missing so many Xbox originals, so many classics. Classic, classic, Thrillville, classic. Ugh, hey, that's a good game now. No OG games need that achievement, though. So. All right, but uh, Game Pass news available now is Paw Patrol Grand Prix. Yes. Oh yeah. And Chivalry 2. I'm so glad I ho- I held off on this. I, I had a feeling it was going to come to Game Pass. So glad I was cheap. Now I get to, now I get it for free. All right. Now, the question uh, is, will you earn an achievement before it leaves Game Pass? Uh, will you install it? Okay. Also available on October 6th, we have a couple of games. We have uh, Medieval Dynasty, The Walking Dead, the complete first season, for the PC and the Walking Dead season two for the PC. Those are stacks. <laughs> Obviously, because they're PC. <laughs> on October 11th, we have Costume Quest available on the cloud and console, which I thought that was already there. And Evil, Evil uh, on the console and PC. Not a stack. I don't know. Thanks. 
On October 13th, we have Dyson Spear Program. It's a vacuuming sim. For Damn it, I wanted to say it. <laughs> I wanted to say it. <laughs> it's vacuuming sim. Uh, obvious joke is obvious. <laughs> I hope it doesn't suck. Uh, who was your favorite president? Um, Hoover. Yay. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm from suck to blow. <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, on October 14th, if you want to get into the spooky season, uh, Scorn is coming to the cloud PC and series. That's not an Xbox One game. And then October 18th, a Plague Tale Requiem on the cloud, cons- cloud, PC, and the series consoles. And then uh, we have a couple of games that are leaving uh, on October 15th. Those games are Blood Roots, Echo Generation, Into the Pit, Ring of Pain, Sable, and The Good Life. All right, nobody cares about any of that, so we can just continue on. Whoa. Blood Roots is good. Yep. And it has a system mode pretty easy, actually. With the system mode, it becomes ridiculous. And uh, That's good to know. Yeah. So I'm going to be playing Echo Generation and Sable and probably not the good life, but you got an achievement in that, and now I'm uh, regretting that. It's the Stardew Valley we have at home. <laughs> I think Into the Pit re- and Ring of Pain are like card based. That yeah, they both have. Yeah. Ring of Pain is They're, a card. Uh, is like a deck building uh, thing. Hmm. But uh, yeah, and I don't know Sable. I think it's been a long time since the crowd has had any sort of go for Sable. I mean, it's not the late two thousand or early two thousands anymore. And she's married to Brock Lesnar, but mm. I think it's time she left Game Pass. There it is. <laughs> Read. All right. And then, as always, if you actually do want to play these games, or if you want to buy these games, you get 20% off while they're in Game Pass. So get them now if you want to complete them later. All right. And with that, let's get into some contests. Uh, Nate, take it away. Yeah. And the Gamertag Challenge last month was Ems Fergie, and her wildcard game was any new achievement or previous completion in the game in the music genre. And then we were, uh, for the bonuses, we were looking for animals. So any uh, achievement with the name of an animal species in the title, we had 31 participants, 188 letters, 16 completions, nine wild cards, 127 bonus achievements were earned. Uh, And to shout out some people that did a whole lot of work there, we had Ms. Fergie herself and MDP were tied for 12 bonuses. Uh, Northern last with 24 and then ACE with 31 tops the charts. Uh, And our winner with a bare gamer tag, Toad Style Venom. Whoa. Woo. Good job, buddy. Stand the man. Now, way to go. This month, our gamer tag challenge is for Rhett Stack, and she has chosen any new achievement or previous completion in No Man's Sky as her wild card. And the bonus is Does a Bear in the Woods? And that is for achievements uh, titles with the letters B, E, A, and R in order but they don't have to be consecutive. So it can be letters and spaces and numbers between those as long as E follows B, A follows E, R follows A. Um, and that is worth one bonus for all per achievement. 
And there's actually a spreadsheet, surprise, surprise, on the Discord that helps you determine if your achievement meets that condition or not. You can just paste everything in there, and it'll filter out the ones that uh, that work for you. So, Just going to have to grin and bear it. All right. <laughs> Thought there was more to no. that. Um, nope. All right. And with that, we go to our patron drawing Ooh. for this month. Uh, no, it's not you all. Uh, thank you to everyone that does support the show. We greatly ap- appreciate it. And this month's winner of the patron drawing is Pete-Art. Pretty. Pretty. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's how she sounds after two kids. That seems legit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for supporting the show, and thank you to everyone that does support the show. We greatly appreciate it. All right. And there's another that, way you could support the show, Kenny. Okay. I guess we can say that now. I was gonna well, do, do it now end. so they can the do it can for support the show. They got to prepare. Okay, that's a fair point. The other way you can support the show is by subbing to us on Twitch. If you're live with us on in chat right now, uh, you can send us the, that Prime sub, or you can just you know sub to us. That'd be cool. Either one works. And everyone that is entered as a subscriber, or everyone that is a sub, will be entered into the Ducky Race, which we will do after the show. So if you're in chat with us, be sure to stick around for that. You win prizes. You do win prizes. Big money, big prizes. I love it. Yeah, that's probably a right. thing. No whammies. You also like bragging, don't you? No, I'm very humble. Wait, wait. All right, well, why don't you brag on somebody <laughs> else? Sounds like another segue. Go ahead and read the milestones. No, no, no. I just wanted to make it get real awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> In completions, Kushmoose has reached 450 games. Alicia has reached 900 completed games, as has Kitty Skies. Isrit has reached 1,200 completed games. Sniped by a girl one has reached 1,300 completed games. And Redemption Denied has reached 2,750 completed games. Win wow. streaks. Kushmoose I mean, is topping the charts with a 50-day achievement woo, win streak. Kush. Oh, he's just been beat wait, out by Dunkas with wait, 150. Wait, 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 Kush, don't try to go past this. Now, did you intend to get 50 days, or did it just happen? Uh, 50 days just happens, sir. All right. Just happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do 50 days in my sleep by accident. Uh, so, <laughs> Lucas1987 with 250. Surf Biscuit with 1,100. Morbid237 with 1,200. Nigma Gamer 77 with 1400, Seamus McLimey with 2200, and our very own Mutrark is currently on a 3,300 day achievement win streak. Nice. Have you, have you met her, Kenny? Mutrark? I don't think so. Okay. I've never, never heard of her. Never. <laughs> In gamers, gamer score, Survivalist has hit 150,000 gamer score. M's Fergie has hit 250,000. Lord Zell has hit 300,000. I Mike Zero, 450,000. Sadok and Jay Black have both hit 550,000. The Joe Dean has hit 700,000. Matthew OO has hit 750,000. Retro Chief, 1969, has hit 800,000. 
Mental Knight 5 has hit 2 million gamer score. Quite a jump there. And then Thrash Forever <laughs> has hit 2.1 million gamer score. When did Mental do that? Sometime this week. Uh, sometime in the last week. <sighs> you guys are turning into me's. It's not good. You're it's welcome. Not good. <laughs> oh, I would. Obvious joke is obvious. Good job, everybody. In leaderboards. This should be a doozy. Alicia is in the top 20 of the England TA leaderboard for visual novel. Fashion readers, number two in USA TA difference leaderboard for shmups. He likes shmups. Uh, by 571 in the top 20 of the Wisconsin Gamer Score leaderboard for musics. Domain is now in the top 500 of the Washington. Sorry, Washington Gamer Score leaderboard for music. Fluttery Chicken is number 50 of the England TA Difference Leaderboard for Survival. High Road V2 is in the top 20 of the TA Leaderboard for American Football. Jay Hons is in the top 5 Completed Games Leaderboard for Vayners. Nicely done. Mr. Legohead, 1977, is in the top 20 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Sandbox. Lucas, 1987, is in the top 200 of the Gamer Score leaderboard for Xbox One role-playing. Mental Knight is in top 100 of the TA leaderboard for shoot-em-ups. Planting is now second in the USA TA leaderboard for vehicular combat. Uh, Retro Chief is now in the top 2,000 overall of the TA leaderboard. Uh, Survivalist got about, I don't know, 500 milestones this week. Not sure what he was... At least. Read them all. I'll do it. If you donate to Extra Life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Looks like he just joined every leaderboard just to see how many could pop. Here's a good smart there. Slayer Raining is in the top five Iowa Gamerscore leaderboard for third-person shooter. And last but not least is Zijunka Monkey Z in the top 100 TA leaderboard for Vayner's. You need to talk to us more in the Vayner chat, oh. sir. That's broke. That's <clears throat> broken. Or extra life link. No. Get a new one. Is there a new one? Yeah, we'll update it. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Well, that will do it for us this week. Uh, thank you for everyone joining us in chat. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh man, remastered because it takes place on Mars. Woo! All right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm <laughs> head out. Wait, but come back. Wait, come back. <laughs> uh, I'll use your joke boy. for you. Oh, wait, please. So, uh, back. yeah, if you haven't already. Be sure to follow and sub to us on Twitch. We go live at least the first Tuesday of every month for to do this live show. And then we also periodically do uh, some game streams and whatnot. Extra Life is November uh, 5th. It is. That's coming up quick. 24 hours. What else you got going on? What's some of the uh, the perks? Well, I got the crazy hot... Uh, chip, the world's hottest chip that the names escapes me, but it turns your tongue blue and uh, hurts your insides. Uh, 
pack the yeah the one chip challenge like that. that's it uh yeah that's it you got a one chip challenge i got uh black mamba hot sauce on there that's at varying levels uh i'll also do the eight hours that it takes to do the desert limo if we hit a certain point which is eight continuous hours uh, of that kenny will have some hot sauce himself. And Uncle Beast <laughs> has volunteered to complete every, dang near every fishing game. So the train sim people, he's going to complete Why? the pu- I don't know, but he's going to do it. That sounds awful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if we hit a thousand. A lot of fun stuff in the pipe. Uh, and then also for every $10, you donate. You can pick a game for me to play that I have for an hour. Any game that I own, one hour. Unicorn Princess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's Extra Life, and I'll be trying to do more of that uh, in the coming days. But November 5th, uh, probably 8 a.m. Central Time, so that's 9 in the future time zone they call Eastern. Uh, the correct time zone. Yeah, I mean, sure, if you're wrong. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I'll be going, that day is also daylight savings time, so that'll go 24 hours till, so that'd be seven in the morning. Feel free All to right. join my party uh, uh, and keep me company. Yeah, we'll have a link in the show notes to the extra life stuff. Uh, it'll be in the discord or, you know, you can just message someone. <laughs> yeah. If you can, please donate to it. It's a great cause. It's uh, helping Omaha Children's Hospital, uh, the Children's Miracle Network, but specifically Omaha Children's Hospital. Yes. Um, let's see where we're in. Also, we talked about Discord. Discord.io slash h101. Be sure to join that. Uh, come be a part of the community. Uh, if also, if you can donate, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. We love all of our patrons. You get access to the patron drawing. They get to help influence the show with their questions and answers. They get to pick the topics and what and whatnot. And they also get their own super secret chat. So, yeah. If you're able to, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. And uh, with that, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. On to the ducky races. Bye, everyone. But hello again. All of us play the Vayners. Well, once again, Kenny 21. This is Neo 21. And now it's time to And that obviously means another Year of the Vayner monthly update. So first off, the Vayner of the Month for October is Phanatopia Awakening. Currently has a 4.5 rating. I've heard some very good things from a few people that have played it. There are only 56 players and 3 completions. The first one was from our very own I Make Poop 24-7 back in December. The 3 completions time ranges from 60 to 80 hours. It cost $20 and was last on sale in May for $14. So, for completions in September, September was our quietest month of the year so far, with only 12 total completions between all participants. There was a two-way tie for most completions, 
between Casual Exile and Icefire TN with two completions each. The most completed game in September was the Vayner of the Month, which was Escape from Tethys, or Tethys, however you pronounce it, with three completions, and those being Casual Exile, Icefire TN, and I Make Poop 24-7. Before getting into stats, I just want to make a couple of quick shoutouts. One is for Jay Huns, who made it to second in the Vayner Gamer Score leaderboard, and first in the Vayner Achievements leaderboard. Congratulations, dude. Additionally, another shout-out to IceFireTN, who reached first in the Vayner TA leaderboard for the state of Connecticut. All right, on to the stats. In first place was uh, for first place for TA earned in the month of September was IceFireTN with 3,205. Second place was Casual Exile with 108. 1,899, not 100. And the third was Nightwolf with 1,867. For gamer score, first place was also Icefire TN with 2,030. Second place was Casual Exile with 1,400. And third place was Wakapale. And this was, uh, oh, sorry, Wakapale, earning 1,000 gamer score exactly. And that was in the new release, Vayner, Cat Maze. And he was the sixth person to complete it. And then just behind him with 990 gamer score was I Make Poop 24-7 and 4th. As for achievements, Casual Exile was in first place with 45 achievements. Play Ultimate was in second with 33. And in third was Icefire TN with 31 achievements. Alright, and as I suspected with my prediction last month, which came true, was Unsighted left game pass as i suspected i ended up starting this but i really wasn't feeling the game so i did not get very far i only played like an hour or two so i will have to buy that when it goes on sale so i can continue it at a later date however this did lead me to create a couple of new uh, sheets on the year of the vayner spreadsheet if you want to go check those out one is for tracking upcoming vayners with things like uh, release dates, cost, whether it's coming to Game Pass, yada yada. And then the other one, which has a lot more stats on it, is for all Vayners that have ever been or are currently on Game Pass, with things like retail price, best sale price, when it joined Game Pass, when it left Game Pass, uh, and when it was last on sale, stuff like that. So go check those spreadsheets out if you are interested in them. And this led me to make another prediction. In October 2020, so two years ago now, Superland joined Game Pass, and I suspect that it might leave by the end of the month. So if you want to play those, do those quickly in case they do leave. I definitely recommend it. I played the Xbox version because it does have a Windows stack, and I am planning to do the Windows stack if my computer can run it. They do, both stacks do share the same achievement list, except the Windows version has one additional achievement. Alright, well that does it for the September wrap-up. We'll talk to you in November with the October wrap-up. Happy hunting!